Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to the Fat Peeps podcast, episode number 38. This is a podcast where we, the fat peeps, gather to talk about nerdy media and stuff like that. Oh, Oh, of course. I'm your host today, Joey, and I am here with the other fat peeps. We got PJ. Hello. Cameraman John. Oh, hello. And Garrick. Hola. Como estas? Bien. And uh, I think today is going to be a short one. We don't have a whole lot of topics to go over. It's been kind of a slow news week. Yep. In terms of games and media and stuff like that. So there's not a whole lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. But, uh... We're going to make it a good one anyway. But of course, before we get into any of our topics, we always like to start the show with our icebreaker question of the uh-huh. day. Ooh. What's that? Today's icebreaker question is <laughs> what? what is everybody's favorite holiday? I was like sitting on oh. the edge of my chair waiting. <laughs> I was like, great yes. question. What's the question? <laughs> great question, Joey. What is the question? The question. Um, is the question. I feel bad. I always want to go first because I automatically know the answer. But Oh, my God. Did you I'll choose give... this question? Is that why? I don't I know. know. Maybe. Oh, I kind of think of a lot. He came up with the question until we had time to come up with the answer. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. I always know Cheating. the answers to this question. It's easy. But. Uh, why don't we let John go first then? Because he oh. sounds so adamant. Oh God! Why? Why me? I don't. Because you're thing, wishing I that I want to go first. But holidays are like my children. I love them all equally. I can't. I can't Aww. choose all of them. Um, but if Except I do, I'd say uh, Saint Madagascar's Day. Independence Day is my favorite. Whoa. It's on uh, uh, June twenty sixth. Uh, I, I. How do you I, typically I... celebrate that, John? <laughs> Take I was like, who's gonna go there to ask him? <laughs> No idea. I just looked it up on Wikipedia. Uh, I can I say what I liked as a kid? Because it's really easy. Yeah. Go kid on. holiday. My favorite. We John's favorite holiday as we a wee John. lad. Weenie we John's we we lad. It uh, was, of course, Christmas because of the presents. Oh. Of course. Why, why wouldn't it? You know. But as an as an adult, a boring adult, um, I don't find much fondness in Christmas anymore. What? I, mean, I do like the, the you know, I do like the holidays. Oh, but, no. you know, I, I like I like hearing the Christmas music, you know, every month and stuff like that. Well, now it's like every every like you know, every it, year, it starts in months. the middle of October. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at for you, real. Coles. Yep. Um getting like Christmas ads on YouTube. Right? Um and it's yeah. like dude, it's like oh, we're chill. talking like October 20 something. Like yeah. unreal. Yeah. Kind of gross. And then as an adult, ad- adult, I, t- I want to say Halloween, but it's not really a holiday because no one. No, it's a holiday. Like, oh, that's fine. Is it? But then again, it's like I don't really do anything on Halloween. It's yeah, just that's probably why you ha- like it. The, no, I don't. Because the idea of Halloween, I love, but I don't do anything mm-hmm. on for it. <laughs> you know, I don't go to yeah. Halloween parties. I don't go out to. I mean, I used to go to like you know like the the, the haunted mazes and stuff. I love that stuff, but not so oh, much yeah. anymore. Um, well, I mean, so I guess I like the idea of Halloween if I did more with it celebrated mm-hmm. it actually celebrate celebrate it instead of just sitting home and not you know or or yeah yeah um but i mean i, I just like 
holidays where families can get together. You know, families and friends can get together. So mm-hmm. any of those, Agreed. I guess, are nice. Ho- so Friendsgiving. Halloween can be a gathering. Yeah, yeah but we don't. We usually, no, we don't usually do. It's just this we year do? we didn't. Yeah. Wait, what did we do last year? Yeah, we've done that. We always game every Most year. years. Yeah. Oh, we, oh no. We oh, usually uh, do like Jackbox and stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, that's I. No, I mean like Halloween as in like the scary stuff, which. Oh half, yeah. Half, half of us don't do, so that's I why. That's, yeah, would, that's never gonna it, happen. It, with it me, would. So. It, yeah, it would be my favorite, but I don't have anyone oh. to do spooky stuff with. I'm <laughs> Mommy, here. I, 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 Garrick oh, yeah, will yeah, do so, spooky oh, stuff. Hi, hi Garrick. <laughs> Hello. But yeah. Um, you never asked me. I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was gonna open a can of worms. I Thanks for the invite. I went to therapy for so many years for this, guys, and it's finally coming oh, out. Oh no! And, I see say, who needs therapy when you have a po- fat peach podcast. Uh, Halloween would be my favorite if you guys would just be spoopy with me. I'll be spoopy uh, next year. Okay, okay. Hopefully, Rona's gone by then. Allegedly, <laughs> we can um, only hope, right? Yeah, exactly. We can only hope. Also, uh, I, I do like myself some um, 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 uh, Malta Independence Day, which is on September 21st. Oh, can uh, you that's, stop a, that's using a classic. Google. Oh. <laughs> Google Jeez. holidays. No, okay, I'm not talking to you, Google. I really not. Stop. Uh, uh, I want to piggyback off of John's, though. Uh, cool. oh. Yeah, all the, like, you know. Madagascar? Like, no, no. Cruise Independence oh. Day? Uh, July 20th. Halloween. 20th. Oh, right. Because, yeah. like, Christmas and like the, all the other holidays where you're like gathering a family and those are cool or whatever. Right. But I like holidays that are about partying and mm-hmm. Halloween total party holiday. Also yeah. excuse to get dressed up. Oh, oh and yeah. everybody loves yeah. to get dressed up. Everybody oh, it wants to be a slutty kitten. Exactly. Hot. Tell me more about this. I Joe, really no, like Joey specifically uh, the 4th of July. Oh, oh you can blow, because, well, we can't blow stuff up because California. Yeah. Right. Well, but that, that was a weird California pause too. there, John. You can blow stuff <laughs> up. Hot. I was like, uh, but it's okay. more because it's like it's like summertime and it's hot outside summertime, and like the it's daylight for a really weather. really long time. Yeah. So you get to like day drink all day and like play games and barbecue in the backyard and like. I'm sure that like other countries have similar types of holidays because like clearly Fourth uh, of July is like American yeah. Independence Day. So it's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, specifically Uganda's only for Independence us. Day. It's October 9th, by the way. So that oh, passed wow. a month ago. But I mean, I don't know if they celebrate it in the way we do of like getting drunk and blowing fireworks up. <laughs> I I don't see why not. Hey, oh, do, do you guys want to do, do you guys want to uh, celebrate Lebanon's Independence Day? It's oh. on the 22nd of November, so it's coming up pretty soon. Tempting. Excuses to party. Am I right? I, I yes. guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we don't really necessarily Actually, need Dominica's Independence Day is coming up in two days, November wow, 3rd. So many. There you go. We could have a party like pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, who's got to go still? Um, uh, I'll go. Eric, but I'll go last. Um... I would say I've never been like my family has never really made Christmas as big of a deal as most families do. <gasps> uh, we, it would be very like it's usually a quiet um, Christmas, just us. And Christmas. sometimes we would go visit some family on certain years. But um, as of now, I don't know. Um, 
Lately, I've been looking forward to like the holidays where we would have a gathering amongst oh, friends. Awkward. Oh, awkward. so but uh, that's out the window. So it <laughs> used to be like July or Memorial Day, uh, but uh, a constant for me would be I think Thanksgiving because Whoa, I get that guaranteed day off um, oh. after uh, of Black Friday because of where I work and. Um, and I that means I have Christmas to look forward to as well. Christmas. So it's like pretty much that whole run up to New Year's is just like a recharge session for me. The season of recharging. And wow. I, I like that. So it's like the exact opposite of my life. You're like, oh, it's so relaxing. And it's like, no, it's yeah. dreadful and oh. horrifying. Awkward. That's why it you makes gotta me get cry out myself the, to sleep at the beginning of October. Get out of. Oh shit! I'm it's weird that I I've always thought of uh, Thanksgiving as like the Thursday to Christmas's Friday. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like the holiday that like obviously everybody's like stoked on Friday, but on Thursday you're like kind of stoked because tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. You know oh my I mean? god, <laughs> that's that true. reminds me of when I my like, which is basically I what Garrick said. Yeah, I think my like like um, my oldest memory I have being disappointed. I think I must have been like <laughs> I don't know, like like three or four or something. Uh, uh, it was just after what was it? Oh yeah, Halloween. And oh I was, no! I was I was talking to my I was talking to someone like a mom or or dad or something. Oh, I can't wait because that means Christmas is next. And my whoever was I was talking to was like, oh wait, uh, what about Thanksgiving? I was like Thanksgiving. I guess I didn't remember it because <laughs> you know, like, I, I remember <laughs> last year's that? Christmas. So I was like super disappointed. Oh, I was like, there's another month before Christmas. And I was like so disappointed. And I still remember Wee John being so sad for the rest of the day. Oh. Learning that See, there's a holiday like, it, and a month between. Halloween it's in and the way. I love yeah, how you have like, like a, <laughs> a full on memory of like your yeah. most crippling disappointment in life. It's kind of funny because I remember, I remember it so like vividly. I remember there's like I was outside of a school. And it's like so a, heartbroken. Like a, yeah, like a brick wall next to me. It was it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's a bizarre memory I have, <laughs> and it always brings it up when I you know this time of year just because depression is you know <laughs> that depression's like <laughs> so, uh, seasonal. Yeah. Start from there. That's true. Start from there. That's so sad. Oh man. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. Uh, I'm sorry, oh, no. John. Someone just destroyed uh, your uh, life come in out. five seconds. I know exactly. But what see, were you saying, it, Joey? It, it's just like going through Wednesday, thinking it's Thursday. Exactly. Oh yeah. And then you find out oh, at the end of the day, you're that. like, what? Yeah. It's Wednesday. I still. Oh man. It's like I got that when I was four, or five, or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh man. I guess I'm last. So. Regardless of the point that it it causes crippling anxiety and sleeping, uh, falling asleep, crying every night. I no oh, no. This time this of the year fun. is my favorite. Still, like Christmas and everything. Like the uh, day like, of. I love. I love. Christmas isn't coming up. It's Thanksgiving. I I'm aware. Yeah. I, oh, okay, okay. I'm not gonna have a nervous checking. breakdown. It's gonna okay. be all right. Um. He just clumps them together because they're like oh, basically okay, okay, okay. the same. They're they're similar, especially to in me. his environment. I Not like five year old me. <laughs> I like Thanksgiving because it's relaxing as well. Um, and now that I kind of have like a family more involved with it, like Sarah's family is very involved with the holidays and getting together, so it kind of like creates a different different atmosphere for me. Uh, for some reason, I've held on to Christmas very well, even though every single year turned into 
some sort of fight on Christmas Day and then <laughs> one of us walking away crying. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. You know what this episode would be called? Like, everyone's nervous breakdown or what? No, what? No, never mind. <laughs> the train wreck leading <laughs> the to the holidays. Wreck. Yeah. Or the holiday <laughs> leading to a train wreck. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. There's just something that I love so dearly about Christmas Eve. It's not even Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve that I, I love. Uh, just sitting there drinking some eggnog, listening to some Christmas tunes and like smelling pine. And uh, uh, it's yeah. more or less the atmosphere oh. that gets me. And it's just so chilling, relaxing, knowing that like that next day, regardless of anything, I have it off and I'm going to be able to just enjoy it. And it's like the gifts are cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still a big like proponent of getting a gift on that day and most of the time i end up buying my own gift and i'm just like i'll just wait for christmas because like i like looking forward to a day uh huh but just just the holiday itself yeah is cool that's the that's why like the christmas has like been like decreasingly my least like becoming my least favorite holiday is like i don't look forward for gifts because i'm like if i really want something i'm just gonna get it myself and i don't want that yeah i don't want to not just to wait, but I don't want someone's like kind of stressing out over what to get me just because oh. I, I don't know what I want until I want it, you know? Oh, no, <laughs> so I just like, tell people yeah. to pull it for me. I'm just like, yeah. hey, give me the money. I'm already getting what yeah. I want. And then they just give yeah. me the money and I order it and then I put it under the tree okay. for myself. Oh, like, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's yeah. just, it's, it, it, there's a pleasure in waiting for something, it makes it sweeter for me. Like, Indeed, just buy things. I'm all oh. about that gr- that instant gratification. Yeah. Uh, what I can buy it now on Amazon and it's gonna be here tomorrow. Yeah. Let's oh. go. I don't I do know. For me, surprise, it doesn't though. feel as nice. That's that's why. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say like the tablet that I just bought. Like, yeah. I love this tablet. It's fantastic. It does everything that I want it to do. It's just like it just came so quickly, and I was just like, oh. It's just a tablet. <laughs> it's like, I yeah. don't know. It's it's so much better than my old one in every way, but it doesn't hit the same way that it should have. Like, I, I, sh- I should have been way more excited about it, but it was kind of like an impulse buy for Black Friday because it was on sale. Oh, no. And I had been wanting to get a new tablet because my old one was acting up. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's something nice about waiting for something eh. for me. I think the surprise is more interesting, though. Like, if I know what it is, then I'm like, Cool. I'm never surprised Yay. though. Like I, mean, I hate but, it because yeah. whenever I get a Christmas present from someone, I always feel bad because they always like, oh, he doesn't like it, and I'm just like, no, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Like I don't know. Aww. My my face gives an expression because I'm my standards are gonna be like up here, and then no matter what PJ. you get me, it's gonna be down PJ. here. So no matter PJ. what I open, I don't, I'm PJ. not gonna be like, oh my god, it's everything I ever wanted. It's like a, it's called yeah yeah that's it. It's called acting. You have to be an actor. Yes. Don't exactly. show your disappointment. Act. I, yeah. I, but and my, I, and I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I can't. And that's what's always guided me as far as gift giving is if I don't have anything cool to give somebody or meaningful to give somebody, then I won't really give them a gift because I feel like they would appreciate that than yeah. always giving them a crappy gift every single year. Yeah. It's a thought that counts, I think. Yeah. It's not really. Yeah, it's because, not really if you like it or not. It's. I feel like yeah. if someone gifts me, it's already like a hundred times better, just because. Yeah. Oh, it's like you thought about me. You thought you you went through the effort of, of getting me something. 
So that's what yeah. what I feel like. Like that's well, a gratitude. Okay, so Even though then, if I don't show it, it that's the gratitude I have. Is like thank you for like wow going out of your way and giving me something. That's cool. But then the well, argument well, comes up: Would you be happy if someone just gave you money or a gift card? Like would that? It's like they're still thinking of you, but they're thinking of like. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much what I've been getting for like I see because I prefer that it's instead yeah. of giving me something that I can't use or I don't want. Yeah. Like yeah, but the problem with gift cards is I pretty much tend to use those on like things I need anyways, like socks and clothing. That's what ends up happening. So it's like even if it's a Christmas gift, I still don't use it as a gift. You know. Right. So. I mean, I have a habit of that with like um, Target stuff, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think that's everybody, well, though. Speaking of having to wait for things. Huh. Fans of the Far Cry series and the Rainbow Six series are going to have to wait a little bit longer. <gasps> oh, no. Because both games have been delayed until spring 2021. Wow. Oh, Why is that? No. Tell me more, Joey. I actually don't know. I assume that it's just they, they need more development time. Um, well, to be working from home, right? So yeah, right. And, stuff. and obviously, like, the pandemic has created a situation where it's much more difficult for teams to get these projects done in the uh, time frame that they were originally expecting to. Yeah. Makes that's sense. Just, that's just, you know, how things are. Yeah, I mean, it's that same conversation we had with Cyberpunk as well. So we'll be probably seeing more of that. Which actually I want to also quickly bring up. the. I found out later that the Cyberpunk stuff was directly tied to getting it optimized for the current gen or previous gen, however you want to look at it now. (gasps) Damn you consoles! Literally on the precipice. Oh, no. But yeah, it, it was confirmed by, uh, I think through a, I don't remember exactly what it was, through an investor report or something like that, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, they had to do further optimization. Mm. But on terms of these two Ubisoft properties, um, were you guys excited at all for Far Cry 6 or Rainbow Six Quarantine? I actually kind of forgot that Rainbow eh. Six Quarantine was even a thing. Really, yeah, I, I had never that. heard of it until... It was. I saw it on here tonight on our our list, and I was like, "Oh, that's a thing." Like, was that before pandemic, or did they just happen to coincide with yeah. like this year, or did they make the name that because of the pandemic? No. Okay, so the Rainbow Six thing comes from a. I don't remember when it was. It was a couple of years ago, though. They did a co-op event with zombies in Rainbow Six Siege. What the? What, oh, so okay. Yeah, quarantine. interesting. And it so appears a that quarantine <laughs> is a like spinoff of that co-op mode, like a dedicated, like we're gonna make. I assume so they could have like a co-op zombie game with the Rainbow Six operators that everybody is like, you know, familiar with and has uh-huh. a lot of yeah. affinity for, but build the game around that, right? Because you know, obviously in the co-op version in Rainbow Six Siege, they were limited to using the Rainbow Six Siege mechanics and those operators Rainbow Six Siege loadouts, mm. where with Quarantine, they would be able to totally like customize the the game specifically for that Weird. co-op zombie-style gameplay. But it's still interesting, right? Because you would have 
and as like a Rainbow Six fan, I want a new like Rainbow, Rainbow Six. Six game. Yeah. Like a regular Rainbow Six game, something yeah. in the vein of, you know, the last thing that we got like it was Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas 2. And it's like those games were doing innovative things in the tactical shooter genre at the time. And um and then there was like uh Rainbow Six Patriots that was supposed to come out that eventually got spun out into Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. But um, and, you know, talking about, like, Ubisoft and their non-political, political games. Right. Um, it looked like they were doing some interesting stuff there in terms of, like, homegrown terrorism and stuff like that um, when it came to the storyline. And it's unfortunate because I would really like to see another, like, I don't know how to put it, grounded and just, like, straightforward Rainbow Six game. Right. Not something that it like revolves all around like these silly operators. Not that the operators are silly, but it's just like and this is also personally a me problem. I like to customize characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't Reason. really like that, you know, they're all predefined characters. I like the Rainbow Six Vegas style of creating your own operator and everybody having their own operators. And the they even went down the line of like in Rainbow Six Vegas, you could take a picture of your face and put your face on <laughs> yeah, your awesome. character. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It just, uh, it's unfortunate. Or at least I think it's unfortunate because yeah. I would like a regular Rainbow Six game. And it seems like we're no, not Taking going to get that back. anytime soon. Mm. Yeah, I feel like it. a lot of games have been doing that recently. It's frustrating. Like, uh, heralding once again to Call of Duty. I mean, Black Ops obviously feels like a giant step back. I mean, a lot of people do love Black Ops, but I don't know. Well, and I think it stems from uh, MOBAs. And in Damn. the shooter space specifically, I think a lot of it comes from Overwatch. Right? Overwatch was Overwatch. so overwhelmingly successful in terms of like people gravitating towards the characters. Yeah, that it set a trend going forward of, oh, players like characters. They don't like blank slates. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, I'm sure that it is like a 50-50 dichotomy, right? I'm, I, you know, it's the thing that I always come back to with RPGs where it's like, I don't like playing RPGs like The Witcher or Mass Effect where you give me a character that I have to, like, embody, I like RPGs like Fallout where I make whatever character I want and I play them however I want. And I'm not like yeah. uh, limited to these uh, kind of like preconceived notions of what the character is. And I mm-hmm. uh, feel that way about like shooters too. But... Um, I don't know. I don't know about this Rainbow Six thing. They haven't really showed very much gameplay or any gameplay for it. So who knows? It might be even farther out. Back to Far Cry, though. Uh, what do you guys think of Far Cry? Are, are you guys this, excited? Well, I'm uh, excited. Wh- who's the, the actor playing the main antagonist? John oh, Carlo like, S. Conceda? Yeah. Juan Car- Carlo Conceda. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason yeah. why it's like I, I, I love stories and games. 
Yeah, I mean, Far Cry games, I just, the game, I mean, all Ubisoft games, to me, they kind of get boring after a while, but the story is the one only thing about them that keep me kind of going forward. So, like, the story trailer was really interesting for me. Yeah. I wish so. I could learn how to balance the two of them out, because it's just ridiculous how much um, the game becomes repetitious in all of yeah. their games. And I feel like they do have really strong story elements. Like, uh, like I was saying before, the the far cry three before the podcast i should say far cry three was very strong and and enticing storyline and uh the gameplay though was very very repetitive but then you go to far cry 5 where the gameplay it still was repetitive but the gameplay felt more smooth and fluent and then the storyline went down the the fucking flusher so i feel like they have a hard time balancing those two things out and if they could do that and make, then the game would be great. Like have a good feeling game. That's not quite as repetitive. Yeah. Just make them shorter. Like you shouldn't be trying to make an RPG <laughs> out of, uh, well, that's from Ubisoft a shooter. Indie. Yeah. Right. I think to make the game I, repaid or long lasting. Right. I think that a, a large issue here is like, it's emblematic, particularly with far cry, not so much five, but, um, far cry, new dawn that came out like afterwards and um uh the newer assassin's creed games of like they've like you said implemented our, all these rpg leveling mechanics that have ended up requiring you to play a bunch of the side content yeah right and i haven't played far cry 3 in a very long time but as far as i remember it you could relatively just go right through the storyline if you wanted oh, yeah. to and not really engage with the side content, right? That, that's the and way it should as be a person, a Right, exactly. That's how I feel about it, too, where it's like, I personally really like the gameplay um, elements of not only Far Cry, but kind of all of those um, Ubisoft shooters of the kind of, like, stealth outpost-taking, you know, think about how you want to do it and then operate but not everybody is into that gameplay loop, right? So I think it's imperative that the game facilitate that the player can just beeline through the story if they want to. Right. And mm -hmm. well, clearly, like, Assassin's campaign. Creed's not like that. Like, separate the campaign out. Like, do Borderlands did it beautifully. Like, you can choose your main quest or you can choose the side quest that makes it longer. And then they have the... the late game like the late late game where like you beat it and then you're still doing quests afterwards for the super hard stuff like i think borderlands has one of the most balanced systems as far as um giving your player a lot to do without overwhelming them or making them bored yeah it's like, i don't know how because because another example of like a game that i would just endlessly wander not go to do the main quest was um uh, Breath of the Wild, like I don't know what they did that made like kept my attention for the whole time and not even do the main you know main story well, I, and just wander I think that, and just explore. It's like why I couldn't think the, the Ubisoft games do that? Right, I think the, the Breath travel. of the Wild does the same thing that like Bethesda games and like The Witcher and like a lot of other RPGs do really effectively, which is the open world exploration. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like the problem with a lot of the Ubisoft games. Right. And like I've recently like 
you know, I platinum a lot of these games. I have the both the or both the Ghost Recon platinums. I have Far Cry Three and Far Cry Four platinumed. Nice. The problem with these games is that in in a lot of the map, and this is particularly bad with the uh, Ghost Recon games, there's just nothing on them. Yeah. They're they're literally just like open, empty wilderness of nothing interesting and nothing going on, right? And right. Uh, a game like Breath of the Wild, even though it doesn't necessarily have a whole lot going on, the way that you are able to interact with the world is interesting. And there's a lot of secrets and stuff yeah. like spread across it. And there's like ruins to find and loot to gather, right? And right. the same thing with like something like a Bethesda game, even though Bethesda games probably have a little bit of the other problem of feeling a little bit too much like an amusement park where everything is too close to each other. But um, it's the exploration factor, right? And a lot of these Ubisoft games, the open world just serves to be a distance for you to tra traverse from point A to point B or a place for, like, random events of enemies to pop up so that you sometimes have something to do. Right. They're trying to recreate the mundane which in a game you don't want, you don't want to go and get in a car and drive 30 miles. It's like, that's not fun. I think there's game theories and stuff like that, where they talk about open world, like the elements of open world. And it's like, if you make the traveling a gameplay element, then you can make it fun and interesting. I think a game that we're playing right now, sea of thieves does that perfectly. There's, a gameplay element to the traveling in the game to get from point A to point B. Um, and there's obstacles, like there's weather that affects you. There's um, enemies that can interfere with you. There's creatures that get in the way. Right. Like it, basically it, traversal within itself is gameplay. Is gameplay, yeah. right, exactly. It yeah. doesn't feel mundane. It doesn't feel yeah. like it's a task that they're forcing you to do painstakingly. You enjoy right. it especially when you're on the little boats, it's like, it's so fun to just like spin around really quick and then flip a tit back into the, <laughs> the, the wind. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy the traveling in that game almost as much as I enjoy the combat, if not more sometimes. That's funny. Uh, Cause like they in the Assassin's well. Creed. Yeah. It's like, it's so mundane, like so boring to like just travel. Like they oh, actually have a horribly <laughs> for the horses. They actually have like a, like a, a auto drive a fast on your horses. Yeah. No, it's not even fast drive. It's like auto drive. And you're like, like auto. Yeah. Why? So it's and, like, like, what's so the, the point of having this then? It's not interesting enough. So you add this feature where it just automatically does it for you. Yeah. yeah. If you look at it from like a video editor standpoint, it's just like, why do you have this here? Yeah. If, if no one's going to watch out, it or do basically. it. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Why is it there? It's like just make the map shorter. I understand you're trying to make it like beautiful and stuff like that. And there's there's that like one percent that wants to sit there and just ride around on the horse and look at the scenery. It's like, oh, that's yeah. a cool little feature. I mean, but it's weird. Why yeah, are you doing like, that? I do the same thing. Like again, it's like Breath of the Wild and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's like I I love exploring uh, Breath of the Wild, but it's like there was only one time where I was in awe in odyssey where i was like oh i can't believe i found this thing this is like a really cool like the, the snake the, the giant it was snake a zeus bones. penis oh okay oh yeah. and that too but yeah that that was like i the closest thing i got to my breath of the wild kind of like ooh, oh the giant ooh, basilisk you know? yeah and yeah the, it's like the tombs I, oh yeah none of, yeah it's like but the rest of the exploring of of the assassin's creed odyssey map i got none of that it was just like very boring yeah like even just... playing like being there with you through yeah. that experience i was just like why 
why yeah. why are we here like the old games made it feel nice you were going through a piece of history you were traversing yeah. pieces of history this is just like why am i going through an endless desert yeah what's or weird because like i feel like they put so much effort in the world building too it's like if you look at it the was. villages in the cities like there's like some really cool detail but for some reason just i don't know just didn't keep my attention it's weird it just felt too out of place and long for a game like that I don't it felt know. like busy work yeah. more than anything. It might just be all like, yeah, like all the markers. It's like, oh, there's a quest here. There's a quest here. It's like 100 meters yeah. that way, 100 meters this way. Like give you give you a point to go to yeah. that stuff. Like that should have been like the older Assassin's Creed. The reason why those ones work is because you would like be riding by and there would be someone being bullied by – you know, a group of mercenaries or someone about to get killed by them. And so you had to right. rescue them. And it's just like, oh, well, I should help them because that's going to give me some influence in the city when I go to the next area. And then I'll be able to get more experience or money or whatever. Yeah. Or these people will help me later. It's like it felt less busy work. It felt right. like of, I yeah. had a task that yeah. would be that would improve my gameplay later and gave me a reason. Like you got to feel like you were a good guy for a second. But now it's just like, oh, I just rode thirty miles. There was nothing other than maybe a bear yeah. that I could run past. Oh. And then you talk to a guy and then he's like, oh, Kill ten bandits camps and I'll give you a reward and you go back to where you were and then they respawn because you just kill them as you're going up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the same bandit camp. I feel like you, Assassin's Creed you had always to suffered talk from to the that, person though. before you could like actually finish the mission. It's like what? what? Yeah, they, they, that game the, those games have always suffered from that. A lot of RPGs suffer from that. Yeah. So it's not new to them, but I agree. It's an old formula that doesn't yeah. make it's sense. Like, like, if like, I kill the the bandit camp already, I should just be like, Yeah, no, they're dead. Give me my ward. Yeah, it's, it's like, just like it's like testing out of a class, again. right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm not gonna take all mm-hmm. the tests if I already know all the answers. Yeah. Like let me just test out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I feel like I get as someone that doesn't play open worlds too much, I get overwhelmed by a game that has is too large of a map. Like lately, all of these uh, games, open worlds, have been all about making it as expansive as possible so they have a lot of quantity but the quality kind of turns me away after a while of playing it like for some reason like i finished like the last open world game that i finished was metal gear solid yeah it does the last metal gear solid i agree with you It, it feels overwhelming like maybe as we get older it's just kind of like oh i i don't have yeah. the time to sit here and do this shit but yeah but it, it could uh, also be just the fact that there's so many side stories that are irrelevant to you but i guess when i'm looking back at phantom pain there are some but it's all related it it drives the story that of your character that you're actually controlling you're progressing through all the this expansive map but it's about you and not about these people that kind of tear you away from your purpose of being there in the first place. But yeah. um, I think that's, that's what like, it. like why for me, like exploration in Bethesda games work. Cause it's like, I want to go and do things because I want to embody the character that I'm playing. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I want, and there's other, you know, elements of like leveling up and, collecting the loot and stuff like that um 
but it's just a matter of like finding that sweet spot, right? Of like keeping the player invested and keeping gameplay fun, but you know, not having like way too much content and stuff like that. Um. Anyway, we've talked a lot about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, oh, I was about to say. And apparently. <laughs> There's a Assassin's Creed live-action TV series in the works over Whoa. at Netflix. Oh, wow. Eh. Eh. What do you guys think about this? Excited? Eh. Not excited? Eh. I, don't, I um, think it'd fare better as a movie, but I know we've already had an Assassin's Creed mm, movie, but it just eh. could have done yeah. better. There's a lot but, of stuff in Assassin's Creed, like, story-wise, though. I feel like yeah. a show would be a good good way to do it. I haven't I seen feel the like movie. I feel like I haven't seen the movie either, but either. based on the the rap that it's been getting, I feel like they weren't like real fans of the show. Yeah, and like, hopefully, who's making this? But if you consider like how they went about with The Witcher, I want to yeah. give Netflix a little mm-hmm. little leeway here and put my trust into what they have to offer as a TV show. Yeah, if they did what they did with The Witcher, it would be. It amazing. has potential. It's got potential, and I love it. Yeah, I love the original see? series uh, story. What's that? The original OG Templars versus Assassins in the in the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah, I if they stick stuff. to the yeah. first like three games storyline, then I'd be okay with it. Or even yeah. the first two, I'd be happy yeah. with. Um, yeah, if, I, if I wouldn't even mind the if, if they followed like the exact same story yeah, as yeah. the original just, game. Like, exactly. don't change it one bit, right? Yeah, I'll watch it. Don't have to be unique. I disagree. <gasps> oh, okay. I, I really did not like the ending of Assassin's Creed 3, and oh, I would oh, yeah, not can, mind yeah. them going a complete oh, different yeah. direction. Well, no, that that's why I said yeah, 1 and 2, it, yeah. because... Better. Once it get into the alien bullshit, I was like, uh, I like the alien. No, but that's bullshit. I like that's, the alien that's, that's bullshit cool thing of it. And and I the, the I guess animes, should we do spoilers for this game? It's like a decade old. Oh, it's over spoiler! A decade. I don't remember. Spoiler alert! For like yeah, thirty seconds. Is it a spoiler if I forget? No. So I hate how, <laughs> and this is kind of more so a long. thing about Assassin's Creed Three particularly. But it felt like Assassin's Creed 2 and that like Ezio trilogy was all leading up to a modern day Desmond game. Yes. Like Desmond was like the main character and everything about that series was leading up to a Desmond like modern day Assassin's game. And yes. it felt like and I actually think I might have read this somewhere, but I'm not confirming it because I can't confirm that. But they like decided to not make it a trilogy at the last minute oh, because no. it like made too much money. So they kind of just oh, killed wow. off Desmond so that they Damn could it. keep doing more Assassin's Creed games. And yeah, it bums me out because yeah. like... And I like Desmond I as felt, a character. He actually mm-hmm. was decent, you know? Right. And I felt like it was an interesting... Like everything that... Like all of the stuff that took place in the past was ultimately set up for what felt like was going to happen in the modern day setting of yeah. the game. And then it just felt like they threw all that in the trash. Um, which is not to say that they should entirely focus on the modern day stuff, because that was, um, from what I've read, a major gripe with the movie w- was that oh, they focused way too much on the modern day stuff and didn't do nearly enough of the, um, you know, uh, historical setting type right. of deal. Um, 
But it's also kind of different because not to go on too much of a diatribe into the, like the game's lore or like direction or anything, but like realistically, a, a Desmond game would have been like some kind of cool, almost like cyberpunk future assassin game. See, that would have been right? really cool. Like, which would have been cool, both in a game and I think would make for a cool TV thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of the problem is that like when it comes to the live action stuff it ends up being like trapped in Templar research facility animus garbage. Right. Which is kind of boring. I um, Yeah, they need to go with a completely different storyline. I, I agree with you now saying that. Like only... either start there and then move the series out halfway through to where he is, like skip ahead or something yeah. like that, or just start straight out like – Oh, I'm an assassin, and I'm from the future. This is my ancestry, and then do flashback yeah, just, episodes. Yeah, just a bunch of yeah. ancestor hopping. Like every episode is like a new time, like new era, like an anthology assassin. almost. Yeah, like I think yeah. that would be kind of cool. That would so be you don't, interesting. You're not stuck to watch. In, in one one era, and in the future, you like you just travel. Yeah, because if you think a character's like shitty or annoying, then you can yeah. go on, and there's another one. Yeah, and they're know, just that seems difficult to do. Yeah, it's definitely difficult. Based on, um, I bet honestly, I bet it's, um, I bet it's like the Ezio trilogy that yeah. we end up getting, that right? Makes because sense. like the the, the Italian popular. characters are so strong across that series that I think it would make for a uh, not only like a Assassin's Creed property, right, but also a like renaissance italy historical drama yeah. which would end up drawing other people in who may right. not you know even know what care about us that's great at all yeah. yeah i feel like i'm like one of the few people that when the original came out i was like the one i didn't care about the uh, that we kept going back to the the the, the, the future i was like i was kind of hoping to go yeah back to the same future. oh like, yeah i was like oh yeah we're back it. in the future i get to like it yeah. kind of took me like out of it yeah really? like i I didn't know anything about the future day stuff when I got yeah, Assassin's Creed one and it immediately became the most interesting thing yeah. about the game to me. Yep. Like yeah. I didn't care at all about the, it, yeah. you know, the it wasn't when I was watching stuff. reviews and stuff. Yeah. And, and forums is like, Oh, everyone's complaining about the future stuff. Like that's my favorite part. I, really. I enjoyed Altair. I, I liked yeah. him as a character, even though he was very shallow of a character compared to Ezio. But I still enjoyed him. He's yeah. he's yeah. my favorite assassin of the group. He's the boring one. I think he's a little stoic, and that makes him kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, but that's one. why that's kind of why I liked he likes him. The boring character. I like characters that kind of like are just I don't know. They allow you to look through their eyes because they don't have much of a personality. You get to be them, and that's how I felt. Whereas Ezio is overwhelmingly like, you know the joey of friends but put into fucking assassin mode and that's what it felt like to me whereas i don't know he's a renaissance era rich playboy playboy right out for he's quippy and yeah he's and I, that was thrust upon me whereas altair was right. like i'm still me in this like playing as this guy and the, i'm the one chosen murder. choosing well, what like, he's doing it's like the master chief effect Right yeah. of like he's such a blank slate that you can just project yourself onto them. Correct. 
and I feel like uh, that's a whole other discussion, but like I feel like that was portrayed better in the old Halos than the new ones, where it's just like, oh, John, you got you, you did this and this and this. It's like they tried building him a person, but I love Cortana now. That's a whole other oh, wow. like, discussion for a different day, but um, yeah, I, I'd be in. I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with the TV show. I just I, I I'm indifferent towards I it. You just watch Witcher. I should, yeah, you, but I don't yeah. have a I don't have an emotional tie to Witcher because I didn't play the. Games. I, I didn't I didn't either, but after seeing the Witcher uh, show, I'm like, well, I still don't want to play the game because I tried and didn't like it. But I yeah, same. Like I like the series like a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I'll the, take a look I, at I, it. the world. That's the kind of game I don't mind. Like it's like a book that yeah, I like, would rather watch than. Yeah. Well, read. it was first a book too, so it's like the story's great. It's a great story. Yeah. Okay, are you guys ready to move on time. to our <gasps> game within the show? <gasps> name. I'm going to lose. That. Wait, are we changing the name of it? Uh, It's still named that game, but we, we'll okay. throw in the, the other caveats as well. Caveats? No, just, no, I'm locking it in. We have a curveball. The third question is always going to be a curveball. Do explain right. the game. This is name that game. It's time for everyone's favorite game. Name that game. The game where you guess the game and the prize is nothing but bragging rights. With our host, Joey. Where I'm going to read off a description of a character and then uh, the players will have to buzz in and tell me the franchise that the character is from. Okay. And they get a bonus point if they name the character. Wow. Or a point if they name the character or not. Basically, there's two points on the table. You can get them. I I loved uh, I love the way you put that. It, it it reminded me of um what's his face? Name that game. Very. Um, oh, which game is that? The uh, I can't think of his name right now. The guy that plays like villains usually. Alec Trebek. Oh. No, um, God, poison. Um, I'm confused. I'm poison. trying to think of his accent. He's very Brooklyn. Um, well, shit. If I think of it, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> Move on. Excellent. Well, anyway, <laughs> right now the points standing are PJ with eight, oh, Garrett God. with one, and oh, John God. with three. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Struggling out here. I tried to throw you guys bone. And uh, I wasn't looking. all the games, I went to both yours, Garrick, and John's Steam profiles. Oh, that's oh, awesome. The games you had oh, the most stalker. hours in. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, picked Trying to really help me out from here. Games that I, from games that I knew you guys had played. Okay. Games I have most hours in don't don't have characters. Yeah, I know, but I still, you know, we figured it out. He's basically like trying to put points in you guys' mouth now. Trying to throw things in you guys. Sit five. Trying so hard. I appreciate the effort, Joey, but I'll still probably lose. Well, you're welcome, Joey, for not having a big library. 
Oh, I had the hugest library. <laughs> it's like three games. It's just like, well, this is going to be difficult. You know how people have a bunch of bookshelves because they love reading? Well, I have a big Steam library because I it's love It's like game, 700 games. games. Allegedly. Most of them are indie games, so they're not full um, Okay. All right, full maybe price. expensive. So, let's save yeah, the game. Full expensive. Okay, let's move on. Let's actually do this game, game now. Starting us off with character number one. Oh. <laughs> this character was a Russian-American operative of the Foxhound unit and an agent of the Patriots, a master of interrogation and for a formidable gunfighter. He was often referred to as a ricochet genius, ricochet genius. in regards to his gunfighting skills. A fanatic... He was known for his affinity towards spaghetti westerns, as evidenced by his choice of weapon and his clothing, a duster and spurs. Oh, buzz. The, okay, we got John buzzing in. This is Metal Gear, isn't it? Point for John, it is Metal Gear. It's, what is the character? Uh, Ocelot. Ocelot? Ocelot? Two points for John. Oh, Damn. wow. Boy. I as Foxhound sounded really familiar. Yeah, that's, that's I, I should have just freaking buzzed yeah. in. Foxhound is like the one. I was like, yes, that's. I got because the, the problem with me is I need to be sure instead of just guessing. But well, yeah, the, the cowboy wearing thing habit. or the West spaghetti western ones. I was like, yep, that's that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It solidified yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. which one is that? Phantom Pain that you're thinking of, or anything? He was he is introduced in or he's in all of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're I just think, talking yeah. about the whole franchise? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. no, I played Ocelot's... Phantom Pain on um, He's the one that on really thinks. He PS5. Really... So. Pew, 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 He's played by those. Troy Baker in uh, Phantom Pain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Troy? Wait, really? He's in oh. there. He's a main character. Yeah, yeah. Revolver Ocelot's all over that Phantom Pain. All over that pain. So much fa- Phantom and Pain. All right. All right, moving on to number two. This character grew up in a small community on the outskirts of the Commonwealth with her sister Nat and their father, who is a member of the local militia. After finding out her father was killed to keep him silent about a plot to sell the town out to raiders by the militia leader, this character circulated posters bringing the attention of the crime to the townsfolk, who ultimately exiled the militia leader and fought off the raiders. Eventually, this character and her sister saved enough money up to relocate to Diamond City, where she began her career as a investigative journalist. Diamond oh, City. I, there's so many games that I feel like it could be. Uh, uh, investigative uh, reporter? Investigative reporter. Investigative reporter. I only have a guess because I Diamond feel like this isn't a game City. I've ever played. Uh, I feel like Diamond City is used so much so often. Uh, mm, I don't think so. There's like order. two very clear defining Fine. locations that I mentioned that would like immediately Wait, clue you into what. What was, was the second about. location? I only heard the Diamond City. I will uh, re. I will say it again. Okay. Okay. This character grew up in a small community on the outskirts of the Commonwealth with her sister Nat and their father, who was a member of the local militia. 
after finding out her father was killed to keep him silent about a plot to sell out the town to raiders by the militia's leader, the character circulated posters to bring attention to the crime uh, to the town folk who ultimately exiled the militia leader and fought off the raiders. Eventually, the character and her sister saved enough money up to re relocate to Diamond City, where she began her career as an investigative journalist. If it helps you guys at all, the newspaper but, that she starts is called Public Occurrences. No, it doesn't. No. Up at all. Oh, no I didn't I play this guesses. game. I guarantee oh, I didn't play it. Hey, someone guess first so I can... <laughs> so you... uh, I, don't, I don't know any like female characters that are investigative reporters. Like... Uh, uh, buzz... John's buzzing in. Oh, God dang it. Fallout? It is indeed Fallout. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow. Would you like to name the character, John? Uh, oh, geez, Louise. Uh, Susan Boyle. That is incorrect. <laughs> that is a singer. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I'm impressed that you know that name, but that is definitely a singer. <laughs> huh. She dreamed a dream, though. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know any names. Wait, so. is it was the character female or male? Female. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Maxine or something. <laughs> that's incorrect. Her name is not Maxine. I'll say Lisa. Oh, okay. That's Oops. my guess. Say a guess. The name that we are looking for is Piper. Oh, Piper. Ah. Uh, what? Wait, um, which? Which yeah, what, uh Fallout. which games were were they in? She's oh, only Fallout. uh Fallout 4. Four? Yeah. Fallout Four. 4. Okay. Yeah, okay. I did not play that one, so I was correct in my guarantee. The Commonwealth. Did I play that Fallout? Pretty I sure remember. I played two or three. The one DC, right? Um, oh yeah, I did play Fallout 4. <laughs> so <laughs> But the last time I played it was three years ago. Joe. Well the Commonwealth was like the, it's so? like the main antagonist. Yeah, I feel like Garrick doesn't pay attention to the plots. Well, okay, much, see, that's so. the problem with. I guess that's probably why I got tired of Fallout is because I wasn't too interested in the story. I was more just running around you and just pew pew people pew 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 pewing and trying to run away from the Mutants. the radiation. See, Dang. I'm I'm the opposite, but I'm really bad at remembering names. <laughs> so those I mean, are so hard. Yeah, like, I prefer the I story to too. Uh, I prefer the story too, like I said, but I don't. I just I didn't I didn't like feel into it for some reason. Oh, no. It's one of those open worlds. What's the curveball? I'm already at a disadvantage for this. Yeah, uh, PJ, you still have eight points. <laughs> eight points. So, it doesn't matter. John's catching up. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I'm sprinting now. When when he ties with you, that's when you can start worrying. Oh no, I'm gonna worry because <laughs> he has two possible points right now, and it's a show which he's better at than me. Okay, all right, <laughs> let's do Joey. it. All right. I want to going into our curveball question. Uh huh. This character was born in the year 41 BBY on the outer rim planet Tatooine during the Age of the Republic. Uh. Although he had a mother, a slave, Shmi. The Buzz. truth about his buzzed in John. <laughs> oh, Star no. Wars Anakin Skywalker. Two points for John. Yeah. Oh no. Oh man, this has been what, a great what's round. Star guys. Wars. Wow. What's what Star? What's Star Wars? Uh, uh, wait, which one? Uh, uh, I, all of them. Buzz. Do you, 
Which one? Phantom. Phantom Menace. Yeah, I was about to say. Phantom Pains. But he's also in the second Phantom one and third one. And the fourth one. <laughs> and the fifth one. The sixth one. Yeah, but I, yeah. was there one in particular that you were reading the synopsis from? No, I was reading the character's the character. biography on the Wikipedia page. Uh, oh, wow. No, because so. remember the way we do these is... It's franchise Fun. and character. Franchise. See, exactly yeah. what I just fucking said. Uh, okay, you have no right to worry. Uh, look who's tied with me now. Oh, wow. Man, this was like, this well, now like you great. can worry. This is like probably the best round ever. You guys. just uh, you went from like, two to eight, I feel like John. We just end it here. End That's <laughs> arguable. <laughs> I know you I'm still at one point. When I tie from... with you guys is when I agree. Oh, you went from well. two to seven. Oh, oh, never mind. No, we should end it. Next, next Wait, week. Wait, how did he only get seven? No, he has eight. Because he only got. No, he only got five points. I got five points today. No, so you were at three points. Oh, you were at three points. Yes, I'm he was at, at last three week. points. So, okay, yes, yeah. he did tie me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we should just... Okay. Well, moving on from that train wreck. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, terrible. Another terrible week for me, as is oh, tradition. Man, oh, man I'm going to have to try really hard to... You're basically giving it to him at this point. I, I, think, I, it's just, I no. think it's just a personal thing where I need to be sure 100%. I don't know why. I just, like, I just okay, can't so buzz Okay, so we have to wait 30 reason. seconds. Yeah. Garrick even mentioned that the last open world game he beat was Metal Gear Solid Five. So, so yeah. give him Metal Gear Solid 5 one next time, and if he doesn't get that, I then did. Just I gave him about Rob Rosslot. Full, full ton and all that, and I don't know. I don't, I'm not good yeah. with character like biography yeah. or character descriptions. Yeah, I just it's need hard. one thing to lock down. Uh, two things is, is preferred, but one thing, and then I can be like, yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, okay. Next week, I promise yeah. I will just buzz <laughs> at the first sign of something that feels familiar instead yeah. of trying to be 100% sure. There you go. Because that's my issue. I, I literally <laughs> had zero idea for any of these questions other what? than the Star Wars one. I no. should have just said Star Wars, but I was trying to get the character. Yeah. Uh, you don't remember I, I any right. part of the description uh, tipped you off to the Star Wars one, John? Uh, well, Tattooing. Uh, well, the first, yeah, the first thing you said. And then this, the, uh, what's her name? Sneeve, whatever. I was like, yeah, Schmee- Schmeevel. 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 Schmeevel was the second one that confirmed it was Anakin. Right. So, like, I knew it was Star Wars instantly. I should have just said it, but I thought we were had to mention, like, because the last time someone just said Star Wars, it didn't count. I thought we had to yeah. mention a specific, like, one. Well, in I was the going. I was, I was going for the whole. Yeah, all all the points. I was about to like just, uh, you know. Buzz that's what like, that's I what should, threw me off. So yeah. I was trying to figure out wait. what particular yeah. movie you were talking about. Because like, so. I know all the characters, so it's like if I get a little more detail, then I'll I'll one ace it one hundred percent. Anyhow, okay. Anywho, what's our what's Let's our move off. That was a good game. Oh I'll yeah, try. Allegedly, so, so good. Still, but, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's, next week I'll just yeah. like arbitrarily mix all the points up for no reason. I am. Oh wow. Oh can, my god. I can dictate that. I mean, I'll trade with John. I'll just, like, go clean across the board and just even all the points out for everybody. (laughs) But who doesn't like, like, you know, a a, a rookie, an underdog tale? But I'm the underdog. Oh, Oh, dang it. (laughs) You're the middle. Oh, man. Actually, he's tied for first, so. Sounds like Derek needs to start uh, watching a bunch of lore (laughs) videos for random games. I guess so. Golly. I do like myself some lore videos, though. So. 
Okay, let's move on to our last topic. Hoist. All right. FIFA loot boxes. Ew, gross. Confirmed gambling. <laughs> Dirty. In yeah. In the Netherlands. Oh. Good job, Netherlands. Uh, this is not the first time that a European country has uh, basically come out against and regulated the like FIFA loot boxes. Um, I don't remember which one did it before. Or maybe this is the same one just confirming. I don't remember. But, um, yeah, man, like loot boxes take another hit. When's it going to happen here in the States? Is it ever going to happen here in the States? Um, and like, it's kind of weird because I feel like we've slowly started to see a trend away from loot boxes uh, in most properties other than specifically the uh, like FIFA sports games. But like Call of Duty had loot boxes for a really long time. Um, and and Wait, what, which one? yeah, for like a number of Black years. Black Ops started it. Oh, Black Ops 3, Every Warfare. Yeah, like a lot of them had loot boxes. Battlefield 1 even had loot boxes. Yeah, um, it did. You know, obviously oh, like okay. um, everybody's favorite shooter, Overwatch, all about those loot boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? It's like very, it, it was very ingrained in uh, the gaming space around, you know, the mid-10s, right? Like 2014, yeah. 2015. Yeah. And then it, it seemed to kind of just like trend out and I don't know if that necessarily started with like how Battlefront? some of the European countries, it started with countries were looking into it. But yeah, I think it was a little bit of Fortnite comes in with their battle pass, right? And I think ultimately maybe it is Fortnite that kind of shifted the trend of Thank they come God. in, they introduce the battle pass, they introduce the like rotating store, which don't get me wrong, I don't really like the whole rotating store stuff, especially with the way that it's done in Call of Duty, how it's like everything is bundled together. Right. Actually, yeah. Call of Duty is a lot better now because Call of Duty made it so that you can go in. There's kind of a weird arbitrary way, but you can get to all of the bundles. Right. Now, and I like that. That was nice. Which is a very much appreciated. But at the end of the day, you still have to buy everything in bundles. Right. Yeah, and which I is shitty. That. I, it's like, I don't want I, a character for my gun. And it's weird because I feel like I would spend a lot more money on the game if I could just buy... Oh, yeah individual weapon blueprints, uh, blueprints oh, and stuff yeah. right because a lot of the time or at least how i feel about character skins is like you only need one or a right. few maybe like once you get the character skin you like you don't need to get another one you never have to touch another one again i'm playing fortnite like i've been playing a little bit of fortnite with my oh, you know home here in stockton friends and um uh I'm using, like, the skin that I got from the Battle Pass three years ago or something like that. And I really like it, and I have no intention of getting any other skins because I really like this skin, right? But Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, like, Call of Duty, I would buy blueprints because you're you're changing weapons out constantly, and especially with the gunsmith system, um, it's, like, you get more value out of the blueprints, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, And I think, to wrap it back around to our loot box discussion, 
I think really what it was was finding a different monetary path that made an equivalent amount or more while being more consumer friendly, right? It's like this balance of, is it confu- how much money can they make to how consumer friendly can it be? Right. Um, and like, obviously loot boxes are like very not consumer friendly at all. Well, and the um, thing that I thought was really gross in this whole situation, it's like in Call of Duty, it's aesthetics or it's like costumes or whatever. In FIFA, you're getting people and players that have skill rankings. Like they like th- fundamentally impact gameplay. Right. You're paying. It's a pay to win. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got yeah. this, you know, $500. And then you're putting like values on each individual character too. It's like, holy shit, this is ridiculous. Not only are you (laughs) going to put like, make the players feel like shit when they realize like, Oh, I'm worth something or I'm not worth something. But then now you're, you're making it. So the people that are playing the game not only have a pay gate. So you have to pay $60 for this fucking game. Then you have to do this. And like you were saying before, Joey, before the podcast, you said people are spending up to $10,000 on sets oh my god that's absolutely ridiculous and then on top of all that bullshit if that's not enough it only lasts for a year because the next fifa comes out next year religiously because ea wants to bleed the fuck out of their consumer base Mm -hmm. instead of making a live game where it's constantly changing the rosters right and it it's kind of one of those weird things too where it's like uh this gets brought up a lot with the Sims, right? I don't know if you guys are familiar with The Sims, yeah, yeah. but like The Sims has like 800 or something dollars worth of DLC content. Yep. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, crazy as fuck. I don't really, you know, not to get into a diatribe about The Sims, but like it did definitely feel from like Sims 2 to Sims 3 to Sims 4 that they like gutted mechanics out yes. to yeah. reintroduce them later in DLCs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But what is always like brought up is that the we are like a regular gamer looking at uh the sims as like a regular video game in our like other pantheon of video games right when the actual audience for sims is totally different it has a lot of like gamers who don't play anything other than the sims and you know for us, yeah, we might spend a total of a couple hundred dollars a year on video games, but that's across a bunch of different video games, right? And somebody who only plays The Sims can justify to themselves spending a hundred dollars every year for The Sims expansions or whatever, because like right. that's their thing. And I feel like uh, sports gamers have fallen into this same thing where it's like if you play FIFA, your only thing is FIFA, and you can justify spending $200 a year on just FIFA because it's literally the only gaming experience that you're having. The problem is when it comes down to like the um, exploitative nature of the loot boxes, right? And uh, that, and also like there's no, there's no life to the items you're buying. Like, right. They have no value outside the game for that right. limited period of time. Like League, it's a free game that anyone can download. And Allegedly. then you can get the characters for completely free. 
and then you buy aesthetic wear for them. Um, and, or you can buy the characters if you want, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But like, I still have those. I haven't played in about a year, but I had them for seven years and I got a lot of use out of all of those. So it was worth it, but a year and then it dies. And then you got the next iteration come out and you have to do it again. Like that feels asinine to me. Yeah. How are people falling for this? (laughs) It's like, I don't. Understand. I don't think it's that they're falling. It's not falling for it. It's, it's that very... they don't know anything else. Yeah, yeah. it's That's literally they. This is the way that it is, and they don't yeah. know any way for it to be different or better. So, and I think this is kind of the first year that like a vocalization is happening about the poor nature of the sports games, but it's more on the side of like these games are buggy and aren't any better than previous iterations, and, and not as much about like. Yeah, and it's not as much about the, like, loot box stuff. I feel like the people who are actually engaging with this loot box content don't care. Like, they're into it. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. I've been seeing a lot of this in, like, the the gotcha space, right, with Genshin, which I haven't really been playing very much Genshin, but I've still been trying to keep up with it a little bit. And uh, people will be talking about how gross the monetization is in Genshin in terms of like how low the roles are on getting characters and how expensive the roles are and then people will just come in and be like your first gotcha game huh basically Uh, like dismissing uh their arguments and being like well this is just the way that gotcha games are and they almost wear it like a mark of pride yeah, like, right. like, oh, I only spent $500 like, for this character. It, it's like, no, you're stupid. I wonder if it's like a mental, like th- it's a defense mechanism for them because they're yeah. justifying the gross yeah, amounts of money that so they've spent on the game. Yeah. But it shouldn't be that way, yeah. right? No. Like Genshin should give you all of the characters for free and sell you character skins. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's a way more friendly model of monetization. Yeah. But it doesn't make as much money as as well. No, and that's not necessarily true. Like, uh, John, as much as you hate Riot and they've done despicable things before, their model is very clean, or at least at its core, it is. Like, you can buy all the characters if you you're very impatient. But I'd say like eighty five percent of them I earned by just playing, and like. That's a clean model. You have availability to get every single one of them if you're patient enough. The other thing but is... But that's the problem, right, is the patience. Right. And that's what I'm and saying. It's like, like, it gives how many you the hours, option to. Like, how many hundreds of hours do you have to play I have 5,000 hours on League. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Like, yeah, but you spent fifteen hundred dollars on that Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, I spent at aesthetics. least half the time, but I... I I, I I gave them fifty dollars because I felt like I spent oh, as much a lot of time there just to like Here's as your a, reward a, for yes you right. get fifty dollars that's it I'm not gonna <laughs> spend any more but PJ I put a lot into that's it that's how you get there but that's after seven that's years what we of call five thousand hours yes well yeah and I enjoyed their game and I played it and I got my worth out of it so yeah I was okay but it's with that. never fifteen hundred dollars worth. To you, that's no that's game the thing. is like ever not FIFA, 
but <laughs> not FIFA. I'll argue not but, FIFA. But this is the argument, right? Is to you FIFA isn't, right? But yeah, I'm exactly. sure if I went and asked one of my homeboys that spends all this money yeah. on FIFA, they'd be like, Yeah, whatever, man, I love yeah. FIFA. And you'll do yeah. you you'll be doing what Derek is doing to you, <laughs> but for FIFA. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying from my standpoint, if someone anybody in the world wants to go ahead and spend their money on something like that, but my point here is that is all still there. If I, for some reason, got back on a kick and decided, oh, I want to play a league every day straight for a year again, it's all still there. These people that are spending the money on FIFA and want have that kick and like, oh, man, I want my old content back, they can't. Well, and I think the actual the more year. important aspect here is the fact that all of the money that you spent on league, you knew what you were getting. Right. You exactly. got the current, the in-game currency, and you bought the skin that you wanted, or whatever, right? Whereas the problem here with loot boxes is it's a gamble. You're literally gambling to try to get what you want, and you might just have to keep putting money into the machine, ultimately. Right. And, like, that's a gross predatory monetization model. Wait, how, how are um, they still doing loot boxes when didn't EA have a whole uh, Star Wars Battlefront loot box debacle thing too? Like how how is that still I could have sworn like like the whole European I totally forgot Union. about that. Yeah. And like, actually we talked about boxes. like Fortnite being a crux. I think that was also a huge yeah. crux that kind of like shut down the trend of 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 loot boxes. Because it's because they can get away with it. It's like a whole right? other again, yeah. it's this case of like with Star Wars, it's this big property that everybody had their eyes on, right? Right. But, like... N- like, no one's Nobody playing. cares about the sports games. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. And the people who keep playing the sports games are satisfied with the sports games. Come on, sports games lovers, you guys gotta step it up, man. Step it up, guys. Come on. So... Make your game it's better. It's kind of this case of, like... Make your the reason that it's better. still there yeah. is because there's nobody <laughs> nobody's fighting. Yeah, there. they don't no one knows better. That's like the the argument of the child like Really? Uh okay, maybe yeah, maybe we're just too like into it, but it's like if I was like, "Wait, I have to pay a, a bunch of money for my favorite characters?" Well, yeah, but uh, potentially I, maybe those people character? don't understand the the dynamic of it. Like we understand that a game company could easily make a revolving roster that updates automatically yeah. and only put a game out every three years instead and just update the graphics and the gameplay elements through that. And also they could fix gameplay elements with updates, but the people that are buying those games don't understand that they think, Oh, it's not on this game. So I have to go buy another one. Cause it's going to be better whenever I go buy this one. Because they're not playing games like Call of Duty where el- gameplay elements are getting better oh, no, and man. overhauled. No, I actually would disagree about that. I think that there's a very large crossover between the FIFA and the Call of Duty crowd. Yeah. Because I feel like if I was going yeah. to the store and buying my, you know, Lucky Charms, right, every day, and then one 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 day they come with, like, Lucky Charms, but there's no marshmallows in it, you have to go back home and then pay, like, 10 bucks to get, you know, a surprise bundle of marshmallows. It might not be your favorite marshmallows, but you might get it, you know. I'd be like, wait a minute, hold on. I'm paying for my box of Lucky Charms, which I did last year, which had marshmallows in it, right? But, but this time I have to pay more to potentially get my favorite marshmallows in the box again? I feel like this is what? the best example what? of anything I've ever heard in how, my life. How could anyone, like, a, a sane person think that's Except okay? Except it's not, because with the sports games, it would. it's more like... You went to the store and you got a new box, uh, 
you got a box of whatever you said, Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms. or whatever. And it said new Lucky Charms on it, but inside was just the same old Lucky Charms. <laughs> right, okay. That's actually what the analogy <laughs> okay, is. Okay, 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 um, like, okay. So, but you'd well, be okay. pissed, though. You'd be pissed. You'd be like, what? But I'll argue that the people no, that are... No, doing... you would just... These guess, people okay, would be like, oh, people. this is oh. cool, I guess. These are new it's Lucky Charms. Oh, okay. Okay. They wouldn't think any. They wouldn't think twice. They right. would see okay. that there's no old Lucky Charms on the market and see okay. new Lucky Charms and be like, okay. "I guess these are the new Lucky Charms." But then, if I right. want to get the new hash brown, hash brown, horseshoe one, hash brown, I have to, I have to buy deals. <laughs> hash brown and your Lucky Charms. <laughs> no, so I think that's, that's my argument though. They don't know well, better. It's like you're saying that these people do play Call of Duty too, and it's like, yeah, that's fine. They probably do. You're that's valid. I think but, it's less of knowing better and more of not fucking caring, not caring. dude. <laughs> yeah. They it could don't do that too. Care like, eh. like the way that they look at it is like this is the way that these games are. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Like they're not invested in video games like we are, right? Yeah. We don't even play these games and we care, right? Right? Because right. Of the, like, it's, it's, it's scummy. Because of the, stip- because uh, of the stipulations or like the the. The way that they could influence the industry, yeah. right? So we have a keen awareness of these things. Most of these people who are playing sports games don't read video game right. news. They don't know one. anything. They find out that a new console's coming out from like their friend at the like at work that or on a commercial during Thursday night football. Yeah. Like they're not in it like we are, so they don't care. They're just like. Does it? Does the new Madden have the teams? Is it? Does, does it have does the it have updated sports? roster? Well, that's what I'm saying. Can you Can not argue it? that those does people don't know better because we're they're not yeah. invested? Uh, yeah, that's what that's what Joey's saying. Yeah, it's ignorance, they're but uh, it's it's chosen ignorance. Like they they don't care enough to know, so they. I they... think you're putting way too much stock on like, and this I think there's like a a a desire for like the sports gamers to rise up against EA yes or yeah. whatever and right. like really I'm gonna be real it's none of our business <laughs> yeah I know it's not if people want to keep buying the sports games year after year and they're ultimately satisfied with them then it's none of our business yeah, no but it is because I want a good hockey game Joey and they're not providing the damn thing because uh, all the people well, that, that are has, buying the hockey that, game that has more to do with EA's hockey games not being very good and that's a completely different can of worms. The I EA know, hockey yeah. games don't even really have this stuff in them. Or well, they what do, I'm saying is like I want a good sports game. Like I wouldn't mind playing a sports game, but they and are that all has less to do here. with like loot boxes and more to do with um the way that these companies have the licenses to the sports, right? Like the reason that there's no good football game is because there's only one football game on the market. Which right. means that EA doesn't have to improve it. They can just steadily decrease in quality year after year. And players still have to buy it because it's <laughs> they, the only football game on the market. They just right? re- re-released the 1984 version of, of Madden. <laughs> and no one right. even... Everyone's like, what? The best era of sports games was like the early 2000s when tons of different companies held the license and they could, and there was competition, Right. Yeah. And that competition bred innovation and they had right. to like fight against each other to make better games. Yeah. And in the current market, they don't. Because I, ultimately the only thing ultimately the crux of what is gonna make somebody want to buy a sports game 
is does it have their favorite players? And that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Oh, that's so but you I'm could, here. You can introduce here. a football game that play that was the best playing football game on the planet and is so much better than Madden. Right. But if it doesn't have the Patriots, nobody cares. They're playing it, yeah. And I'm here e- eating my boozy cereal, and I see them with their cheap Lucky Charms. I'm like, you know what? If you complain just a little bit, you might get some high-quality, you know, marshmallows. Lucky Charms. In yeah. your box. Yeah. But I'm and just here eating my bougie cereal. Yeah. You know, I care a little bit because I want them to have the best, you know? I just want street back. I'm That's just... all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, Same. Let's just, yeah. I'm too passionate about that topic. makes me frustrated because oh, yeah. it's just like watching people that could be helping themselves and they don't care. Gamers rise up. Come on. Yes. And this so is a call to arms all of you Madden players. Of being all like, players. man, they don't care, so we shouldn't care. Who cares, yeah. man? Uh, I guess. It's just hard enough. I, like like I said, I have a stake in it. I could play one of oh. these games. I might actually buy one if they were decent. Or if Street came back. Hashtag Street, street 2021. Anyhow. Um, that that's it. I but I think don't. that's the case of it, where it's like they don't make more money, yeah, by catering to you, dude. No, they don't. Like yeah, know, this is I'm the optimized monetary system. So for now, you know, yeah. for now, it's just yeah, it might change. I hope I just got to change my mindset. Well, so. I think the only way that it would change is like legally, because mm-hmm. yeah. it is the optimal monetization system. Yeah, I seriously want to like see the the changes from the past 10 years in games like i'm sure 10 years ago the game would genshin has made hundreds of millions of dollars already and i'm still getting ads for that game Uh, okay let's Uh. move on before uh, (laughs) i'm I'm done i can't talk about it pj has a brain (laughs) i know i I have like a vein popping out of my head i'm getting so frustrated with this topic are you thinking about those 1500 dollars that you spent oh Oh, no we're not talking about that ea ea just infuriates me sometimes uh, not with everything i think the game, they have though. some valid things but their sports sector kind of frustrates me but ea sports it's in the game it is in the game it, more like it's big, in the big yeah it's Those in the, the loot boxes ssx tricky yeah mm. anything mm. uh anything planned for this month john or what oh i have no idea we're just, we're just winging it you know as usual uh it just show up uh, Monday, Wednesday, maybe Fridays. I don't know. What do, you know, just uh, <laughs> just uh, look look out for the. Yes. I agree. What he said. Um, and then for anyone that's actually been keeping up with it, do we get sure a Twitch guys... URL? Oh, it's uh, it's twitch.tv slash cameramanjohn.com. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now you can proceed with the YouTube stuff. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, obviously, you guys are already here, so you know, you know where the YouTube is at. Slap um, that subscribe. More than likely, unless if you're just listening. If you're just listening, make sure you check out Fat Peeps YouTube um, as well. But uh, also on the Discord, uh, the winner for the uh, month of October oh, was, uh, was announced yesterday. So uh, go ahead and check out the vods for that, or uh, check out in the chat if you were the winner or not um yay congratulations to everyone else that participated uh we appreciated all of the submissions you guys made beautiful art and uh very scary very all so much there was some spooky ones that uh. got to me um and there was a lot of creativity and we love seeing this every awesome. single time we hold a competition so make sure you guys continue to do that and check out the next uh, competition when we open it yeah. and show us show some more love 
it's hard judging, but it's it's we love it. It is. Definitely. Um, and that's what it. What series yeah. are happening on the YouTube right now? Uh, we're transitioning out of Modern Warfare, possibly. Um, check out this month. We will have some Black Ops content uh, once that oh, wow. comes out. Wow. Um, and then we were going to have Cyberpunk, but Ooh, as we know from the last episode, mm. that, that's Oof. not going to happen now. So next month for that one. Um, and uh, we're kind of up in the air right now. We'll definitely be having some more Call of Duty yeah. dubs. Uh, but just stay tuned. Every, much everywhere. We, we're, we're refa- keep it, put it, keep it fresh. It now we need to get on the Pokemon. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, definitely. I think that's gonna be uh, coming up here soon in the we've next probably time, couple yeah, weeks. We got some time slots opening up too. Yeah, okay. so uh, we'll we'll mess around with that and uh, have some fun. And just check it out, guys. Let us know what you think. We'll maybe have some format changes too, and try out some new, uh, some new stuffs. But uh, yeah, much love, everyone. Um, bye. 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 Oh, also, I want to shout out the. Uh, oh, oh, oh no, uh, uh, Panama, November third, Independence Day. Happy Independence Day. Oh Panama. yay! All right, we love you, Panama. Congratulations. Also, Dominica. Also, Dominica. And. Yeah, Dominica. All right, I think that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Fat Peeps Podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. Timmy. Tim. Wow.